If you guys have been listening to Ask Women for a while, you probably know my voice associated with some cynicism, maybe some jokes you're not a fan of, or maybe you are a fan of because you've got great taste. Well, either way, I've come a long way from that cynical gal, and I'm doing amazing things helping guys get their banter and conversation skills on track, as well as making those dating profiles look not so terrible. Or dare I say good? No, dare I say great. I get them looking great. And I've been doing it long enough now that I'm seeing actual results coming in from guys that I've worked with. Like, you know, for example, engagements, things like that. I have to say, I feel pretty good about my skills and those dudes do too. So if you want to be smooth and witty in conversation or smooth and witty in your profile, you know who to come and see. And that's me, Kristen. And I'm at kristenandchill.com. All of my stuff is up there if you guys want to hit me up and uh, get my help. So again, kristenandchill.com. Charm more than just her socks off. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we're taking the filter off with the CEO of the app, Filter Off, which is a virtual speed dating and matchmaking platform. It is absolutely amazing what this app does. And most likely, it is available where you are. So if you are listening, you are going to want to download this app after you listen to this episode because it's going to change your dating life. Your dating life during the pandemic is now saved. I'm going to stop babbling on. Keep listening. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Ask Women podcast. You made it. I'm here, of course, with Marnie Kinris. You guys know me, Kristen Carney. And today we have the founder of the Filter Off dating app, Zach Schlein, right? Did I get yeah, it? Yeah, Schlein. Whoa. You got it. You got it's it. It's not that hard of a name. Yeah, it's O-E-I-E. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was uh, worth the hard work to pronounce your name to have you here because we're so excited to hear about dating during the pandemic. Yeah. And you are the person to go to because you are creating spaces for people to date during the pandemic. I know that you're doing virtual speed dating events. I know that you're matching people up. I want people to hear about you, what you're doing, because we are going to be in this for a very long time and people will be needing to utilize what you've got to offer. So the floor is yours. Tell people. First of all, thanks so much for having me, Marnie. I started a video speed dating app called Filter Off. And it really came down to being on apps and spending so much time swiping, messaging back and forth. Maybe they just stop messaging. Then when you finally exchange phone numbers and then you finally meet, sometimes you just quickly realize like 30 seconds in, there's no chemistry. This is not a match. Maybe they don't even look like their photos. And probably about three years ago, I started asking women before dates, hey, do you mind if we just like hop on a FaceTime call, see if we vibe? And many right. said no, actually. Why if I see what you actually look like before I commit to <laughs> spending yes, money with you? Yeah. No but it, I, it was less about... I would never say that, but it was more like, hey, let's make sure we have chemistry, right? Like, that's good. Yeah. And I was living in Jersey at the time and mostly like driving into the city. So I like, that was a big commitment. And I wanted to make sure at least who I was going out with 
I probably, there was some chance, right? Right. Yeah. And I started FaceTiming and realized, wow, this is super efficient. How many people would you say that you were excited about before the FaceTime that you then said, oh no, yeah, this isn't going to work? Like, what would you say the percentage was? I would say probably 40%. I was like, wow, this is going to be great. And then I got on, I'm like, and it could be a number of reasons, right? It could be what they look like, like no attraction. It could be like just the chemistry or just you realize very quickly, whoa, like it's not. On the flip side, right? Maybe there's someone that you were, didn't think you would like, but that's the unfortunate thing with these like swipe apps. It doesn't give those people a chance. And yeah, they're not 3D. So you just see them flat. So that is interesting. My question is, can you feel chemistry through a computer? Because the in-person thing is totally taken away. So well, I feel possible? it right now. I can yeah, say I for our too. podcast... Marty, it's because you have a crush yeah. on me. You have for years. I know. Well, fine. That's, you have met in person before. But there are many people who come onto our podcast who, when I, as soon as they get on, my energy... Yeah. And as soon as they get on, my energy can be lifted. Like for you, like my energy is up right now for both of you, for sexy Christian and Mr. Schlein. (laughs) My energy is through the roof right now. But also like maybe we wouldn't get along in person, but we actually have Mm -hmm. good chemistry. So you never, it's another level of filtering. Exactly. Your name of who who you're going to mesh with. Yeah. I feel like meeting in person is obviously the most authentic experience, but it's not always efficient. Right. And right below that is video. And I felt like video is that sweet spot of authenticity and efficiency. Yeah. And that's why I set out to create Filter Off, a video first speed dating app. So do you, as a video dating expert, get nervous beforehand? I know I do. I'm not cute on camera. I'm so hot in person, but not behind the camera, especially at this angle. And you know, there's ways to work your angles and stuff. But do you get nervous still? I would say yes. I think it depends, right? If there's someone you're into, yeah, for sure. I think now going on like filter off events, like I'm just like excited about them. You don't know that you haven't seen their photos. So we actually like blur out the photos beforehand. We offer virtual events and then a matchmaker. events, right? All this is speeding, all video first. So virtual speed dating events and a matchmaker service. And yeah, I mean, I don't really get nervous on that, but... Yeah, for sure. If I meet someone and yeah, you still have those like first date kind of jitters. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you do it often, just it just like decreases it or just helps like keep it at a good level. But when you meet somebody you really like, of course, it's going to balance. Of course, yeah. I want to talk about how you can get women to be more okay and open to the video chat because it is intimidating. It may not be flattering. So what can we do to lure them into this format? I think... <laughs> Put yourself in a really comfortable situation, like whether that is doing your makeup beforehand to feel really pretty or abs. Abs. That's not, no, that's not not happening. Uh, I mean, but we see it all the time. People are like literally drinking like a glass of wine, their feet up, their makeup done, because they're literally treating this as like going on a date. So I would say that would be my piece of advice. But having those like first date jitters is normal. Yeah. And it's exciting. You want those first date jitters. That's the like me, Going on a podcast, like a really cool podcast, like you feel those nerves. You're not the like, no. Yeah. That means it's worthwhile doing. Exactly. That's when you know it's worthwhile. Good thing for you to do. When you don't feel them, then it's like, oh, I shouldn't be here anyway. Yeah. 
100%. So let me ask you about these speed dating events, because I'm sure right now there it's like it's going absolutely insane. And you said that right now you are all over the world. But what are the cities in the United States that you are mainly focused on? And like, how does this virtual speed dating work? Because I think that for right now, for people who are... I would say it's for people who are more serious about dating, right? Not just looking for hookups. Or I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. 100%. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like our median age is 37. Okay. When I was starting this, I was like, oh, we're going to attract like lots of college students. It's the other way around. It's like people that... And I speak to users all the time. It's people that are super busy, they're super frustrated with apps, and they just want to be able to like jump on, we do the work for you, you just show up. So yeah, I mean, how it works to answer your first question. So cities, largest city in the US is New York, followed by LA, SF, Chicago, Miami. So like the major hubs is where we're at. And then if you don't have a event, a city event, you can also join Matchmaker where we match you with people based off of your preferences. We get super curated. We give you five curated dates a week and based off of your radius. And we basically put you in a chat to set up your own video date on your own time. Those are two free services that we offer on Filter. Oh, a free service? Yeah, it's free. It's a free app. Yeah. What? How are you making any money then? Because that... <laughs> yeah. I mean, good question. So... We are making money through private events. So like if someone's like, hey, I want to run a Jewish tennis singles event. Like it's super niche. Like you're not going to find that on like a New York City event. You're going to get matched with people randomly. And our events we don't take at this moment, don't take into consideration religion and ethnicity. Only um, the matchmaker service does. So if you want to have those like super curated, like interest-based events, you'll pay like a $10 ticket and an organizer will set this up. So that's how we've been making money off with brands, organizers. Oh, so this is amazing. Wait, but separate from that, sorry for you, but this is a free app. This is fantastic. How many people are on for these singles events? So let's say I happen to... Christian lives two hours outside of New York. She can obviously join the New York one. Yep. How many people would you say get on to these events? And like, are you allowed to see the people? You said that the pictures are blurred, but like, how do you know if you're even interested in this group? Yeah. I'll kind of walk you through it. So when you install the filter off app, you put in your preferences, you'll see two tabs, matchmaker and events. And when you click on events, you'll see a feed of all your events. So all the different cities that... So if you're in New York, you'll see the New York events. You won't see the LA events and vice versa. And you press RCP. 45 minutes before the event, filter off will send you a text message that says, hey, confirm your attendance for this event. Once you press confirm, we schedule your dates. So you may have up to seven dates that night and you'll see the profiles before. So you actually know who you're going out with, but you don't know what they look like, but you know who you're going out with. It's blurred photos, but you could also see their fun facts and bio. So you get an idea of who they are. So by giving you also like seven dates, let's say four, and they're short. They're 100 second dates, very short, just to see if you have chemistry, like a vibe. Matchmakers, three-minute dates. But let's say you go through seven and four are like, no, I'm not feeling it. And like two are like, yeah, they're decent. And one was like, wow, amazing. How many other apps can you just like hop on for 15 minutes and have that experience? Yeah. Right, yeah. I know that. <gasps> That's interesting. Well, Chris, Kristen, I'm going to ask you, is something like this appealing for you? It's intimidating to me. And I would probably do a lot of mental prep leading up to it. And then once I got one out of the way, the next ones would be easy. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm not dating, obviously. At least not that nobody knows about. <laughs> I would love something like this, to be honest. Because this is like, for most people right now, they're like, oh, I miss meeting people in real life and I'm better in person, blah, blah. This is like the best of both worlds, I think. Because it's allowing you to interact with people that you may not typically interact with. And giving you a chance for somebody who may not have given you a chance beforehand or on a regular dating app. But then you get this in real life experiences. I love it. I think it's amazing. I think it's absolutely amazing. I think the most appealing part to me would be the quick out. Like mm-hmm. it's not my fault. It wasn't my choice. Mm-hmm. This is what's mm-hmm. mandated. A hundred seconds. Yeah. It wasn't like I saw your nose and ran. They told me I had to. So that's super appealing. So yeah, it's just like getting people like me over the hump to take the dive and plunge Mm -hmm. and just go fearfully and do it. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk to you about, I don't know if you have an answer for this, but are there best practices for this kind of dating? So like Kristen was asking before, like you have really nice lighting on your camera right now and good positioning. Mm-hmm. Like they, that looks very nice to me. Are you giving people advice as well on how to position their camera, things to wear, like colors to wear for themselves? Like are there certain things that people can do to enhance their experience on your app? First of all, it's a great question. The short answer is we could definitely do better at that. And I think it's an opportunity and we just haven't focused on that as of yet, but we've had a lot of brands who are like, Hey, could we, we sell like a certain type of like menswear? Could we advertise? So like, yeah, newsletter, sure. And then we also do like sponsored events. So if they want to do like a beauty and grooming event, they could run a sponsored event. But I think from an education, and I think that's your question from an education, I think we could do better. And that's something I would love to Add, yeah. Yeah. Well, so what are best practices for guys? So right now we're speaking to mainly single guys who are listening to this show. What are some tips that you would give to them on how to do great on an app like this, on virtual dating? So like, let's say they weren't even using your app, right? And they're just getting into the virtual dating world where yep. they've been talking to somebody on Bumble and they say, okay, let's get off of this and let's do a FaceTime call. Kind of like what you did before mm-hmm. you created this app. What would be things that would help improve these virtual dates? Like advice that you can give to guys on how to make the best out of the situation. I think what it comes down to is just be yourself. And that's very simple, but like, just dress the part. Like, don't come shirtless. Or don't come in like... Or do come in shirtless, if that's you. (laughs) I mean, some people are into it, right? But I don't know, just like, present yourself as if you were going on a date. And be aware of your surroundings, like your background. Don't have fun. Like right now, I have a laundry basket behind me. For a date, I would remove that. And mm-hmm. I'd have my hired help folding my laundry behind me. There, there you oh, go. she's loaded. <laughs> there you go. It's all about perspective. It is. Yep. But yeah, I think it's just be yourself and be curious. I think that's what it comes down to is like video... Again, it's like as if you're sitting at a a table like over dinner or over a drink with someone. Just be curious, like get to know the person, see if you have shared interests, shared values. I think that's what it comes down to for... In a hundred seconds, how do you do that? That's the nice thing with fun facts is you already have those icebreakers. So if it's like, hey, I was super into ice skating, you'd be like, whoa, I actually was like really into ice skating too. And so just like create those similarities. But what you realize, it's less about, and we spoke about this in the beginning, it's less about the content and it's more about that chemistry, that gut feeling of like, could I see myself 
doing a longer date or an in-person date eventually with this person. And you get that. Like science says it takes like, maybe you know better than me, but like sociologists say like in three seconds, you could tell if you like the person. I'm more like one and a half seconds. Yeah. I would say in three seconds as well. But it's interesting. And let me know if you guys have similar situations. There are many people in my life that I didn't know that I really liked. But Mm -hmm. but I was like, okay, they could stick around. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up liking a lot more. So even my husband, when I first met him, I wouldn't say that I was attracted to him. I definitely liked him for sure. Or I enjoyed him. I enjoyed talking to him, but I wasn't like gaga over him when I first met him. So that shifted for me. So would you say that that statistic is more like there's a door open for you rather than I really like you? Mm-hmm. Like that is that? And actually, I have data to back that. So what's okay, something you look at is like a like like you like me, I like you, and that's like a something we look at. And our like like for events, virtual speeding events, is about twenty five percent. Like industry average for dating apps for men, it's less than 1%. And for women, it's about 10%. And I think what that shows is when you're swiping on profiles or just browsing photos, you're very biased. You're like, this is, I don't like this person. And maybe they don't take a good photo. But when you're on video, you're speaking with another human. It's like a totally, it's an experience, right? And you may be like, yeah, there's something maybe a little interesting about you. I'm going to give you another shot. And then you're like, oh, I actually kind of like this person. And then it just grows. So I think people are more willing to take that leap of faith when they hop on video. I think so too. I definitely think so. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with Zach Schlein from Filter Off. I just like saying your name now only because I know Kristen has a tough time saying it. But we'll, we'll, swing, swing. we'll be back in a second. Sports keep coming back, and so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball will finally start the summer this weekend, and it's in full swing, and there's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And as sports start to return, BetOnline has sat down with Eddie George from the NFL, Robert Horry, seven-time NBA champ, and Harold Reynolds from Major League Baseball to get their opinions on what it will be like playing without fans in what they have called Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. All right, we are back with Zach. And actually, I'm going to turn the table onto you and your dating if you're open to that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so tell me what have been some of your best virtual dates that you've had. And actually, are you single now? Are you dating? Are you? I'm single. Okay, so, so during yeah. the pandemic, I mean, a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, like, tell me how it's working for you. Like, what are the step by steps of getting to this virtual date place where, and like, actually, then taking it from virtual to in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear about that. Yeah, so like in terms of filter off, let's say, so I've met a number of women from that. So yeah, I mean, you go on that first date, you see if you vibe. And what I quickly realized was the ones that I'm like, eh, I don't know. I usually just don't follow through because I just want to focus on women that I actually do have interests where I get those like jitters. And, and then I'll just ask like, hey, 
do you want to exchange phone numbers? And then we FaceTime. And the good ones are the ones where like they last hours. And it's like a great conversation, right? You look at the watch or whatever, your phone, and you're like, damn, that was like three hours later. And it was great. But and so like, what's the setting for that FaceTime? Is it just like literally a casual FaceTime call where you're chatting with the other person? I've had ones where I'm on this couch. I've had ones where I've literally like before going to bed, like chilling in my bed. And remember, this isn't the first time video dating. Like I'm not going to chill in bed on the first time. This is like second. But like... This is after the first hundred seconds. Yeah, after the first hundred seconds. Yeah. Like for the first hundred seconds, I'm not doing it in bed. I'm going to do it in a more proper setting. But yeah, I mean, the best ones are the ones where conversation just comes easy. Just a normal in-person date. Virtual just seems so kind of weird, like almost weird to say, but like virtual feels so similar to in-person. Obviously, when you meet, it is a different experience, but you get to know someone so well virtually. I mean, whether it's dating, whether it's business, like anything, like you could conduct so much virtually now and just really understand who that person is. Obviously, when you meet in person and you do activities together, you see these other things, other mannerisms, their values, how they interact with other people, which you're not really going to get on a virtual mm-hmm. date. So oh, you're still going to get a lot. I said this in one of the other episodes that we just recorded. My sister has just started seeing somebody that she met during the middle portion of this pandemic that she met on Bumble. So it's not like video, mm-hmm. but she was saying in the very beginning, it was all conversation and all FaceTiming. And so yeah. she just recently got out of a relationship. I think she broke up with her boyfriend of a year back in February and she's in her early 30s. And she told me and my sisters about this this week. And with her other boyfriend, she didn't tell our family about it for like months. She told me probably four months into it and then told the rest of my family, I think at six months. And I was like, so what's the difference? Why are you telling us about this so soon? And she goes, I know this seems really soon, but she's like, all we've had is communication. So I just know him really well after just like five weeks of dating and where I feel much closer to him than I did to that boyfriend of a year. She's like, we communicate. It's all we've had, which I think is just absolutely crazy. So for people who are looking for something a little bit more serious, like it can speed up the process for you. So for you, after you did these FaceTime dates, when did you say, okay, now it's time to meet in person? Or have you had that where you've met people in person? Yeah. I was actually living during this pandemic. I was living with my dad in Westchester. So I was, it was all virtual. And then when I moved back to Manhattan, when things started opening up, that's when I've made the move to meet in person. So for my circumstances, it was just based off like more so location. I mean, when it was deep in the pandemic, I wouldn't have done it. But yeah, I think it's just circumstances when it feels right. You can literally go on one virtual speed date and then say, and if you feel safe or whatever you decide to do, like around social distancing, you could meet in person if it feels right. It's summertime right now. Summer. Go to the park. Like there's so much you could do. Yeah. Have you done that? Have you met in person with anybody? Yeah. Yeah. Like in New York, it's super cool. You could go to the park, have a bottle of wine, like the lot, like open containers now, like not a thing in New York City. People are literally eating meals like on the streets. They set it up. It's very European. Yeah. They have that here too. Where yeah. I live, they've like closed off streets and they're putting patios yeah. out. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done wine with women. That's usually my go to is just like getting them drunk. Is that what you do? Yeah. Oh, one drunk. glass of wine. 
Oh, I actually am going blueberry picking. That's so funny. My sister just did that as well. She went like blueberry picking and she went to like a lavender field. But I love that you're saying these things because there's so many fun, interesting things to do 100%. that aren't about being in a crowded space with a new person. 100%. 100%. And she's, and I'm going on a date on Saturday. She's like obsessed with Wawa. So I was like, let's go blueberry picking. We'll go Wawa. Yeah. We'll make it fun. So I was like, yeah. Like, and that's what's super cool is you just get to know the person see what they like and do something that I'm, I don't like Wawa really. I mean, I don't have any connection with it, but like, I think blueberry picking is going to be a lot of fun. So it's, yeah. And that also shows a lot too, right? Like see, I mean, that's dating and being in a relationship, seeing what they like, what you like and how it works out. So yeah, exactly. Kristen's really silent on the other end because I'm too busy picking blueberries. So what I've been doing the whole time. Right. Exactly. I, I know. No, but you've been saying interesting things. I wasn't sure if you were frozen or if you're checked out. No, I'm listening and I'm listening hard. Okay, good. I'm actually taking notes. And what I was thinking while you guys were talking about that is my anxiety about doing anything for a first date other than going to a bar and having a drink and being in dim lighting. For me, it's the same as the virtual date. I'm neurotic. So I have specific things that make me feel comfortable. And I know can bring out the best version of myself. And I'm sure I would be totally fine blueberry picking. But I would be in my head thinking like, is he seeing like a hair on my face? Is there something in my nose? Like, yeah. am I dressed appropriately? Like, do I look like I'm trying too hard to be out in the field? So, oh, so this is good. So then if you have women who are thinking like this, that's a good thing for guys to know because not so you can like get a woman when she's at her most insecure <laughs> space. But I mean, the thing is, that's good to know is that women are just as freaked out on dates as well and insecure and uncomfortable. So like, I love that you're sharing all of that. And sometimes it is nicer to put somebody in a, in a situation where they're not the most comfortable because maybe you can see real sides of them, which you may not get to see if you go out to a bar with people. That's why I think like COVID dating, honestly, it's just, I love that your app is called Filter Off because I think that's what's happening. We're taking the filters off of people. You're not letting them go sit in dim lighting with like a cocktail where you're not really seeing who they are and you're swayed by the atmosphere. You're going blueberry picking. You're getting to interact with a real person who may not look so great in natural sunlight, but you'll find them absolutely stunning even if they have a hair on their face. Like It's just taking all of that facade off that we've just seen everywhere. People can make perfect pictures and they can make themselves look completely different than they actually do. Now we're getting to see, even though we're not seeing people in real life, we're getting to see them as real as possible as we've been able to in 2020. So yeah, we don't have the same shields anymore to depend on. And what that can do is like for someone like me, can get me out of my comfort zone and actually maybe get me to meet someone that I really connect with. Because what I've been doing so far obviously has not worked. Right, because you might be swayed by a lot of the other superficial things, or not. I don't even know if "swayed" is the right the right word. Maybe or clouded by that. So I I think yeah, wonderful. I'm going to wrap up the show now. I think that we've said a lot of amazing stuff. Zach, thank you so much for being on and for for sharing all this info with us. Filter Off is a free app. I did not know that. So everybody, go download it. Like no matter where you live, because you said. Every single big city, you had people who went in Iran who are using it. You had people like internationally who are using this app. So I know that our audience is international as well, mainly in the United States, but international. So go see if it's available in your area. And hopefully it is so that you can start utilizing this amazing, amazing tool. So yeah, Zach, thank you so much for being on. 
Yeah, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah. And Kristen, thank you for showing up and looking beautiful. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please, 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 please go and subscribe to our show. Do not waste your time downloading individual episodes. It's just a waste of time. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next week. 